0: If you're the person who says, so I was listening to a podcast the other day, then this podcast is for you. I'm Suzanne Whitman and welcome to Podcast Therapy. I love listening to podcasts and sharing them with my friends. But more than that, podcasts have been a place for inspiration, knowledge, and even comfort when I needed to hear my favorite podcasters' voices. I'll highlight the best of the best traveling the podcast globe so you don't have to. Each week, I'll either talk about my favorite podcast, have some conversations and some laughs with friends about their favorite podcasts, and even interview the podcasters themselves. So join me through this journey as we discover why podcasts have become so meaningful to all of us. Hi. Hi, Katie.
1: Thanks so much
0: for having me. Yeah. So why don't you tell everyone, well, first of all, as I was saying before, love my background. Like this is the perfect place for something awful to happen. Um, (laughs) Kind of in the middle of construction here in the basement. Um, So why don't you tell everybody who you are and and then we can get going into your favorite podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Katie and I live in Wisconsin. I am a special education teacher. I teach seventh and eighth grade. Um, I live in a spooky like 165 year old farmhouse with my husband and our beautiful little German shepherd named Ren. So we've got a whole lot of spooky going on over here. It's a theme in our house.
0: (laughs) Has anything spooky actually happened since you've been there?
1: No, but I'm like waiting for it because it's 155 years old, like something had to have happened. I'm convinced, but we did find the woman who grew up here because there's only ever been three families in this house. Um, So we got to talk with her and like she it's not spooky or anything, but she shared some of like the naughty things they would do when they were kids. So we have these two bedroom upstairs that are right across from each other and the floorboard right between them like pulls up because that was where they would hide all their like alcohol and the things they weren't supposed to have when they were in high school. That was like where the kids would put all their stuff. And so it's like, there's nothing spooky, but you have all these fun little eclectic stories that just make the house feel like it's been here for a while. And that's what I love.
0: And you guys have been there for how long?
1: Ooh, coming up on a year. I know oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that I crazy? I can't
0: believe it. Can't believe it. All right. Okay. So tell me your favorite podcast and then, you know, we'll just talk about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a massive fan of my favorite murder. Us, all of us over there in the fan cult call ourselves murderinos and it's like my favorite thing ever. Um, And I know it's kind of like off-putting to some people to be such a fan of true crime. Like that feels like sacrilegious in some way that you shouldn't love to hear those stories but I don't know there's like a whole group of us out there that are just like enthralled by these stories not because you want to um keep like the killers alive or like the names alive or anything like that but it's like interesting stories and it's um fun to learn about you know the victims and things like that and keep their names alive and learn their own stories and I think there's like a whole flip side to uh true crime that people don't always like give it credit for.
0: So how do you know there's a group and that they're called that?
1: Called Murderinos? Yeah. (laughs) Because, okay. So the two hosts of the podcast are Karen and Georgia. And there's all these like fan groups out there. So they'll have like Instagram pages and like there's this whole, they literally call themselves like the fan cult. And they are this like whole fan club um, that you can like pay to be a part of. And you get like exclusive merchandise and Access to different stories that are not put public and I don't know it's just the coolest thing and I don't know how Murderinos came to be about I didn't listen to like episode one through 10 and I think that's where that name came from but it has stuck ever since and my favorite is. When you find another my favorite murder person, and you're like, "Are you a murderino?" and that's how you know, like they actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> it's so good.
0: <laughs> like you're cool enough to be in this group.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're in the club. Like you are officially a murderino. Oh I don't gosh. know where the name comes from. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, that's so funny. Okay, so then how long have you been listening to this podcast? Oh,
1: it has been like years. Honestly, I I think I found it maybe like three years ago two and a half, three years, something like that. But um, it is like such a part of my life that when my husband and I will go on like little road trips or something, he's like, oh, do you want to put on the girls? And he's always talking about Karen and Georgia. We'll throw them on and it's like so entertaining. I just love it.
0: That's crazy.
1: Just the girls. Okay.
0: So why don't you give us a little background about, you know, obviously we kind of know what it's about, hence the title, but um, give us your spin on it uh, for those who've never listened. And um, I, ha- I actually have, so you, I think were one of the first people to tell me, and then I didn't listen to it. Cause I'm, you know, I get the heebie jeebies. Um, but then I ran into somebody else and then she listened to it. And then she was like, oh my gosh, you have to listen to it. And I was like, okay, you're the second person. So then I did. And then I was like, um, I'm not so sure about this. So tell us a little bit about it. So people get an understanding.
1: Yeah. So I think the unique thing about my favorite murder versus some of the other like true crime podcasts that are out there is Kieran and Georgia, the hosts both come from like a comedy background, which is so cool. And you, in your brain, and they lead this into every single episode they do. But when you're, thinking about it and you're like how in the heck does comedy and true crime like we're talking about like people's like worst day right and you're supposed to make that funny it doesn't feel like it should go together but um how karen and georgia kind of handle it they're like our coping mechanism is humor so if they can find ways and their humor is (laughs) always it's always geared towards like the serial killer so like they find ways to like put this person like in their place be like oh you think you're so tough and like hot stuff or whatever like we're gonna make fun of you for the littlest things and it just I don't know how to really describe it honestly it just like humanizes the whole thing and it makes it so funny um but they like also lead with like a lot of empathy for the victims and victim families but they're sharing stories not so much to be like oh it's all the gruesome details like that's what we're into no it's It's about the victims and it's about the storytelling process and um, with the victims, you know, they really love to keep their names alive and share their stories and it's just really cool the way to, um, you know, people that are no longer with with us to like keep them alive and well and people that have never met them before it's, I don't know, it's just like the most unique blend of true crime with comedy but also like an empathetic side and I've never found anything else like it
0: (laughs) and so obviously I mean calling it true crime so these are true stories yes and so do they do you know if they just dig them up from somewhere is like is it stuff from way back when or is it something that's in the headlines right now
1: it's a mix of everything so if there's anything Super pressing that has been like making national news or something like that. They will always share that story and kind of give whatever background knowledge they have. Oh, okay. I literally was like thinking about wanting to talk to you about this part too. So bringing up like the national headlines and like what's currently happening. The coolest thing about this group and like this fan cult that like listens to it is these people truly are just like invested in true crime and the murderinos have helped solve cases before because they'll hear about something that's like unsolved and then you get all these people and all these voices and brains together and like somebody always knows something and so they'll call in a tip that led to a like you know an arrest or something it's just the coolest thing and so you get these brains who are interested in this all in the same place and like truly incredible things. So they've helped like solve these unsolved cases, which is like the most amazing thing ever.
0: (laughs) And is it like, so I guess my understanding of this is kind of like, um, you know, the example of the train wreck, right? You start listening and then you just can't stop, stop. which is (laughs) horrible, but you know, we're human. So is it kind of like that?
1: Uh, Kind of, yeah. So it's like, you can't like look away for some reason. And I think there's just something, I don't even know the word for it, but like a general curiosity that you have when you're thinking about somebody like going through and like committing these kind of crimes, like us normal bodied people, like we cannot even fathom like having an idea like that. Right. So hearing these stories and like not trying to get in their minds by any way, but like hearing some of their processes and like how they did things that they didn't because like you you wouldn't ever think this way so it's it's just like a totally different um like viewpoint than you would ever have which is not a viewpoint you ever want to have but i don't know it's just like something totally out of whatever you would be doing in your day and i think the way that karen and georgia deliver the content is really important because they're super conversational and so when you're in the car that's why my husband lovingly refers to them as the ladies, the girls. Um, It's because it feels like you're in a conversation. You don't get to add to it, but like you feel like you're just sitting there with girlfriends and it's so fun. I love it.
0: So, okay. So part of it is the host. So that's key, right? Do you, um, can you share without giving away? I mean, again, if most people know national headlines or whatever, they'll kind of know the stories, but Is there anything that's like um, that you can sort of recall and say, oh, okay, remember when this happened and like I would know the name? Have they is there anything you can think about the top of your head that maybe I would have known?
1: cases that they've covered? Yes. Yes. They have covered so many things that you have probably heard about. But like, do you remember like the Jean Benet Ramsey case? Yes. pageants yeah so they went through that whole thing and honestly the murderinos helped to give some like different leads and different perspectives to that case because they shared it to people that you know hadn't heard it before so that was really cool um was that did that go
0: unsolved I mean I don't remember like I okay okay
1: but everybody has their theories and that's the cool part about the end of it is they always try to share like if it is unsolved like okay so here's all the facts but then here's the theories And it always, like, they start off with, like, the more normal theories, and then there's always the, like, conspiracy theory people who are like, this crazy thing happened, and they share that part of it, too, which is kind of fun. Um, So, yeah, like, that's one. They did Jack the Ripper, the Black Dahlia case, like, you name it, if you're into true crime at all, like, these are all, like, things you've heard of. I think one of my favorites, or if you want me to share my favorite, I don't want to, like, but I have a, if you can call it a favorite, Um, have you ever heard of Samuel Little before? No. Okay, first of all, look him up sometime. It's horrendous, but also very interesting.
0: <laughs> okay, I <Emily> have goosebumps already.
1: <laughs> Are you regretting being in your basement yet? Yes, yes. <laughs> so, okay, so Samuel Little is, at this moment in time, the most like prolific serial killer the United States have ever, has ever seen. And for years and years and years, we didn't even know he existed. So with some of the other like serial killers, like they'll title themselves, and we know that they're around, but we haven't caught them yet. Samuel Little, nobody, because he would kill like across state lines and he killed in like 18 states or something like that. So like nobody was connecting these things. They didn't even have the idea that it was done by the same guy. So he was caught like on accident for doing something different. And then he started just like confessing all these murders and he's confessed to 93 of them, I think, but has only been proven guilty on 60 of them so far. But the craziest thing is he has like vivid detail of every single murder, unfortunately. But then he like, while he was like doing the interviews for like each of these murders, he drew the image, like hand drew an image of the victim, which is just so, but you can go on and you can see all these people and like, now all these websites do an awesome job of like sharing the names of the victims and trying to like share a little bit about their life and then they'll put this like image up so then you know like what this person looked like and it makes them human you know but his story is just insane and the fact that we had no idea he even existed and then once we caught him he's like oh yeah you have you have no idea i did 93 of these things and we nobody even had any idea and then here's this guy just like confessing to all of it it's unbelievable
0: he wasn't from wisconsin was he
1: no (laughs) no I think you said we have
0: one of those don't we wasn't it Dahmer
1: (laughs) at least one of those we also have Ed Gein don't forget about Ed Gein oh my gosh everybody has the same reaction to that one
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so you um so for those out there who want a little bit of comedy right? That's in there, twisted in there. Um, some good laughs and, you know, storytelling. This would, yeah. my favorite murder is a good one for them to listen to. You said that you listened to other ones and this is one of your favorites because of the, the girls, but what are, do you know some of the names of the other ones that you've listened to?
1: Yeah. So podcasting is like a big thing in my life. I have like a lot of drive time and stuff like that at random times in my life. And I love nothing more than like throwing on a podcast. So one of my other favorites, do not make fun of me for this one, but have you ever heard of Caller Daddy? No. <laughs> I figured I was going to get this like that. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> um, so it is I don't really know how to describe that one either, but that, that's another one that's like total girl talk, right? So her name is Alex Cooper. She's the host of it. And she, um, I don't know, she just like brings light to topic that like women were never supposed to talk about, right? So she, she talks about all the things that you wouldn't like I said expect to come from like women and she like brings it to the forefront and she's like let's have a conversation and she she's like a little raunchy sometimes but like in the best way ever like she's just full-on blunt about her life and like what she's going through um but she's also like started this whole group of people that like this group of women that are willing to have these like really cool conversations that like are about topics we've never been able to talk about like openly before and she just started this like really cool conversation and this like cool group of people that are just open-minded and willing to willing to sit down and talk and okay so s-
0: tell us one of those things that's not too raunchy
1: okay <laughs> um let me think <laughs> <laughs> she is like in her 20s so like part of it is she's just like a natural storyteller so she'll sit down and she'll talk about like her nights out with her girlfriends or like one night stands and things like that and what she learned about them or like she shared some of her stuff from college or her boyfriend troubles or you know what I mean it's just like literally things you would sit down and talk with your girlfriend about but like just you in a group of like two people but she does it to a mass of like millions of people every week and it's amazing and, she just and she's a
0: normal person she's not like a celebrity
1: no, no, I mean now she's famous. It, yeah. But okay. Just normal. She literally was like a college kid who started it with her girlfriend, which is insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, now she's like living the bougie like high life out in Los Angeles, like doing her thing.
0: I want to <laughs> live the bougie high life.
1: I you know, started from the basement. Look at us now. <laughs> there will be a day that you'll still get- in the basement. <laughs> yeah, still in the basement, but still living at life. I love it. <laughs> I mean, did we, I, we talked
0: about stuff, right? I mean, we, yeah. we talked about, I mean, I don't know how in depth things we talked about, or I don't think we talked about anything raunchy really.
1: I don't think so. But like, you know, like girlfriend talk, right. Where you sit and you share things beyond like what you would sit and talk about with like a random stranger. Right. And like, I yeah. think there's a time and place and everybody needs that in their life. You need that source to like, people need like a space to do that. And not everybody has like a a firm, like tangible friend group to do it. And so I think a lot of people turn to the podcast because they need, it makes you feel like you're a part of conversation, even if you don't get to add to it. Like there's just something valuable there, you know?
0: So as I was thinking while you were talking, yeah. we actually witnessed something. Do you remember when we worked together? So Katie and I worked together
1: Yeah. and were you there for that? Yes, I was. I was like two and a half weeks in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you want to share that with us? Like in your best murdery
1: <laughs> true crime? right? Like I don't think there's anything else that happened, right? We're talking about the like program.
0: Yes. Okay, so right. don't That's say funny. where exactly, right? Nobody has to know what city or anything right. like that. Cause we we don't know. I mean, we did learn a couple of things later. I think we were like investigating mm-hmm. and saw some kind of articles or something. But go yeah. ahead, <laughs> tell it in your best true crime.
1: Okay. Also, I do have to preface too that we um, did some investigating because Jackie, who you also interviewed, is also a murderino. So her and I, like, as soon as this happened, we're like, we have to know everything. <laughs> and so we went online and, like, we we took far too much time to do that. That was probably not the right thing, but it's fine. Okay. So it was just like a normal day at work and it was like mid afternoon or whatever. And I don't know if you know this even, but I was sitting with one of our old coworker. Um, I was sitting in her office and we're having a quick meeting and her window was open, right? And there was like all the construction happening downtown. There was just a lot going on. And so the way her window faced, you couldn't see directly to you. I should probably give like a little layout to you. So we're in our little office building and we had this like L-shaped parking lot. And um, the other side of the L-shaped parking lot was like a three or four story parking garage, right? Mm-hmm. And so the window of the coworker that I'm sitting in, her window faces the parking garage, but also like that parking lots between us. And so we hear something like a loud, this is gross, but this is like the best sound I can come up with, like a loud like flop noise, right? but we had no idea. and like, we couldn't see anything, but it like made both of us turn around and we're like, what the heck was that? Like, I don't know what that was. Like, that was weird, whatever, but we continued our conversation. And I think it was about like 10 to 15 minutes later, I saw this like two police officers, like walking by uh, this coworker's window. And then all of a sudden, I see them like run back and then all of a sudden they're in our building. And I was like, Oh, like this is my time to shine. I feel like I've been preparing for this moment my entire life. Like I'm ready to go. Here we are. So I come like running out into the, I am running out into the lobby. I'm like, what's up? Do you need me? I probably could put a badge. Like I'm in. Like I'm in. Um so like what Long story short, it's super unfortunate, but like this gentleman drove his car up to the top of the parking garage and he decided to like end his life by jumping off the top of the parking garage and landing in our parking lot. But the even crazier side of that is the way that his body was discovered is that there are, in that said parking lot during the summertime, there's a lot of like kids that come through to do like skateboarding in the parking lot. And these kids- And you're laughing. Notice
0: that you're laughing.
1: I know. know." This is like, this is where Murderino and My Favorite Murder thing have like trained my brain to be like, murder, we smile. And I'm like, no, we don't. That's not what normal people do. What are we doing? Um, But anyway, so these kids like stumbled upon this body and then called the police. And so then the police come immediately to our office to like ask us like, what do you know? Who saw anything? And I was like, I heard it. I think- (laughs) <laughs> They're like, okay, that's not helpful. Did you see anything? And I was like, no, but I did for sure hear it. So if you want to question me about that, I'm in. <laughs> they didn't want me to be any part of this, but I desperately desperately wanted to be a part of their investigation I was never questioned unfortunately oh my gosh so then we were all sitting there and then okay but then like the sad part too was also that we had a bunch of employees who were parked in that parking lot and now everybody's like afraid to go to their car because they don't want to see anything and like the police is coming through trying to like clean stuff up and like make it. Cause it's just like a public space. Right. Yeah. And so there, we, I don't know. I just remember everybody just like hanging out in that back area trying to figure mm-hmm. out like, am I supposed to go home? Am I That's to what like I'm picturing.
0: And we were like standing in a circle. And then I remember one of our other coworkers was like, cause I was like, can you see anything from that window? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, you shouldn't look. And I, because she knows me. Right. So I just remember like seeing part of a shoe and just the way that the shoe was, like, angled was, like, mm-hmm. it just looked, like, you know, broken or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it, that's all I saw. And I do feel like, okay, that's the thing about it. So you just made, like, a really good point where you said, you know, do I look or can I look? Can you see anything? That's the thing about this is, like, there is a natural, like, human curiosity, right? And I think so often, like, you try to find the line between, like, insensitive but also curious because – How many times in your life do you ever get to, not get to but are you in a moment where this is what you're seeing or witnessing? I don't know. So the big
0: question is, did you look?
1: I did. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever said that a lot, but yeah, I went and looked.
0: (laughs) So you saw the whole
1: thing? Yeah, it was probably not ideal. I don't know if I'd go back and make that same choice, but I did do it. (laughs) I like, cause remember that corner office was right there. So I totally went and I'm like, Oh, I just have to like mm, check something in this office. And I was like, mm, let me look out the windows super quick. Ooh, yep. Okay. That is exactly <laughs> what I thought it was. And I walked away. <laughs> so, funny. okay. So then go into
0: the investigation part on your part with Jackie.
1: Oh yes. Okay. So then Jackie and I, because obviously you know we're trying to figure out like who was this guy and you know was there anything because like we thought it was probably like he killed himself but we weren't sure wait and wait wait did.
0: well you know it's really bad and funny at the same time weren't we weren't we all going is it one of our co-workers
1: yes <laughs> we thought somebody is somebody we knew might have just like gone in his car on his lunch break called himself to the top and was like i'm out <laughs> like, we're like can't.
0: we've had enough
1: Yeah, I was convinced that was going to be somebody, but it wasn't. It was nobody we knew. Okay, so what we ended up doing, we gave it, like, 24 to 48 hours because, like, it takes a while for, like, an obituary to be written and, like, the family to be notified and whatever. And so we were – I don't even remember how we, like, stumbled across it, but, like, we – somehow found out his name and i think it's because we went through like the fact i'm not gonna say where we are (laughs) like a facebook scanner like the police scanner page right where you can get um like people who listen to the police scanner and then they like put stuff on facebook like oh so and so and this is happening in this corner i don't know maybe this is just like jackie and i and like the way our brains work but we're both a part of this group and so we would like send each other different things of being like oh my god like this is happening in our area this is something to watch out for and so we happened to find on the scanner that they shared something about like a part of a first name so we had a first name to go off of so we were just sitting there googling first name like suicide wisconsin trying to like figure things out and eventually we found an obituary and he drove from like two hours away and i don't know how he chose like our town i don't know exactly how that all worked um but he only had like two living relatives and they were his parents um and i think he kind of like chose to go to a different town so that his parents didn't have to be the ones that were like witnessing anything and i think he chose a public space and then he'd be found right away and they wouldn't have to like Wonder where he went or whatever. We wanted. We ended up figuring out like where he worked, how old he was, what his job title was. Like we found him on Facebook, found some friends of his, like people that were posting adults. Like we found this whole thing. So if you ever need a crime solved, like for (laughs) sure, Jackie and I, like hundred percent.
0: We okay. So I just remember going home and then telling you know my family about it. It might even been like one of my kids' birthdays or something really like bad timing, but you know, kind of after that, I mean, for me, it was just, I don't know. I mean, I think I got over it pretty quickly because I wasn't looking into anything. I wasn't asking any questions. I was kind of like, "Mm." and then, you know, then somebody showed me like, I think the obituary and I was like, oh, okay. And I think one of our friends like, Suzanne, you need closure on this. And I was like, do I like,
1: you're like, am I needing closure? Do you know something about me? I don't know.
0: (laughs) So then she showed it to me and I read it. And I was like, I felt, I remember getting like kind of the chills because you're like, oh, this Mm -hmm. is the guy. Like, and I could picture his shoe, you know, it's like, that was him. So it was kind of weird, but yeah, I guess that is a story to tell. (laughs) You kind of alluded to why people would listen, you know, you're talking about curiosity. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about on this podcast was because I'll cover all genres, right? We're talking something as creepy as some of the stuff you're talking about. And Jackie talked about some creepy stuff. And, um, and then we'll talk about like DIY and entrepreneurship. So
1: like me back on for the DIY part. I'm like, totally. in. Okay. So anyway, um, so
0: why do you think other than the curiosity, like, why do you think that this, this particular, um, podcast is your favorite? Is it again, outside of the good hosts and the storytelling? Um, why do you, you know, why are you addicted? That's
1: a good question. Honestly. I don't know I think it's just like the perfect storm of all the things you just listed off you know like the good hosts who I align with like their personalities and the way they handle things in their life and how they how they like choose to cope with it and talk about it like I mean you worked with me how often would like a crappy day happen and I'd be like wow, I'm gonna just go make people laugh because it makes me feel better like I don't know there's a lot of those days there's there's a lot of those days and I don't know like that that's like my sense of humor too um, and it was the storytelling and it's like just them as a whole, like the way they talk. like I said, it makes you feel like you're just sitting in a car with your girlfriends. Um, but then, yeah, it's like the natural curiosity and storytelling part of it. But I think the other piece that I alluded to too is, is the justice that you like to see so often. And I think, I, I don't know that if it's like, we don't get a lot of that in our day-to-day life or like what that is, but like, mm. there's just something about you that feels like that natural like desire for justice. And so when you listen to these stories and you get within like 45 minutes to an hour long podcast, you get to see justice and you get to hear that story and you get to like, as the come in together you get to kind of like try to figure it out before it happens. Or if it's a story you maybe heard about now you're getting to start all the way back over at square one and like catch up on some of the missing pieces. Maybe you don't get the first time around. Um, I don't know. So it's like the mystery stuff. And like, I love to read like mystery books and Mm. stuff like that. So I think my brain is just more in tune with like the mystery, like thriller style type thing. Which, you Uh, know,
0: to look at you, like when I first met you, you're like "Sunshine Katie, like so sweet and nice and kind and worked for nonprofits. And you're like, I'm a marino."
1: I, I know I feel like it's like my hidden talent or something my kids right now too because I teach seventh and eighth graders so you know middle school is so fun you can like jab at them and whatever and I have a couple of my students who are murderinos and I'm like oh, oh yeah am I supposed to like talk with you about that I don't really know but like I don't know it's like this funny little like side to like my kids too and and, like they didn't expect that their teacher would be into that I'm like oh heck yeah let's talk about it
0: so So speaking of murders okay I have to tell you and this is you know I think we talked about it a little bit but there is a new show on net or not Netflix on Hulu only murders in the building
1: i have not seen it because like ugh, we don't own a tv but this is one of those moments that we're like oh i want to because i've heard so much about this have you oh, watched oh
0: my gosh so even my husband loves it loves love it he's like what's that thing they call when you just watch one show after the other i'm like binge watching and right. he's like yeah do you want to like binge watch from the beginning and i'm like, like gonna- not- yeah and i'm like it's not <laughs> over yet but okay which yes. I'm like, oh, you know, oh, I didn't notice that before. So we absolutely love it. We um we think the characters are amazing. So it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez are the main characters. Okay. And even like the way they came up with the title, but what's so cool about it, and I guess cool for me, is that um they not to give anything away, but they end up starting to do their own podcast on oh, this. My what? and yeah. even better if you go on to the podcast store um, on apple podcast um there's a podcast about only murders in the building like kind of like they interview the director and all that so i'm just like oh, i can get it from everywhere so Isn't it's it? it's so good so i don't know what you have to do to nab some hulu but you better like call a friend and be like okay
1: i so i have a question about that like is the is the show based on a true story? Is it like completely fiction or like what is the premise of it even? Okay,
0: so that's bad because I haven't listened to all the podcasts. Um, I just listened to the first one about when where they interviewed the director and he was just talking about like, I think it was Steve Martin who wrote the screenplay or had the idea like years ago and was trying to get this going and couldn't. Um, so I don't know if it's true, but I do know... Um, so it's set in New York city and there's like cameo appearances of stars and, and, you know, celebrities and stuff like that, that kind of pop up here and there. So that's really fun too. Um, but yeah, you, you have to figure out a way to watch it because I think if you could watch that and then also, um, you know, listen to the podcast and it's just, it's really neat. So, I mean, you
1: sold it like I'm totally, that's great. Honestly, it's super up my alley. <laughs> so one day, yeah.
0: And because there's a podcast, maybe I'll talk to someone about the podcast too. You know, yeah. I can find someone who's like all into that. But anyway, Katie. This was great. I don't even know how you say, it. this was great talking about murder, um, but it was great talking with me.
1: We have, I totally get it. We're like, I don't know if it's fair to say my favorite murder, but it is. Well, like- it's
0: catchy, right? It's catchy because yeah, yeah. who on earth would say that, but apparently we do. So, but thank you for sharing all that. And so, yeah, for those people out there who want to hear one of the better podcasts that might have some laughs and 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 all the things that they love, Um, My Favorite Murder, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: Yes, I love it.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. And we'll talk again
1: soon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye, Suzanne. Bye. Take
0: care. So I just wanted to thank you for listening. Talking with people and learning about them is one of my favorite things. The other, of course, is finding new podcasts to listen to. If you like this show, leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And you can follow me there or on Spotify, Player FM and Amazon Music. I feature a new episode each week, so make sure to come back and make time for some podcast therapy.